Hi, I'm Sherry Davis, Canada's Dogmaster, and the trainer of Rex on the hit TV series Hudson and Rex. This is How to Dog. Each episode, someone like you calls in with a canine question. This week, we're going Hollywood. My name is Melinda. What kind of training is involved for the dogs um, in particular, the dog on the show, Rex Diesel? How rigorous is it? Um, Are there ever any bloopers from the dog? That would be awesome. Anyway, thanks so much for the consideration. Have a good day. What a great question, Melinda. And this is a question that many people ask. Training dogs to act on TV or in film is challenging, but really rewarding. It takes a lot of time and dedication, and not every dog is up to the task. But like many jobs, when you really start working as a team, it becomes fun and doesn't even feel like work. I've been doing this for more than 25 years, and I still get a real buzz when we film a scene and the dog just nails it. Diesel, the dog who plays Rex on Hudson and Rex, is one of my favorite animals. I've had him for over three years, and he's a superstar. A lot of people wonder if I got Diesel when he was a puppy, and the answer to that is a big no. I got him when he was a year and a half old. Apparently, he was sent back to the breeder, and he was a little unmanageable at the time. But you know what? It's just pairing up a superstar with the right person, and look what you get. Diesel, like any type of working dog, whether it's a sled dog or a herding collie, he absolutely loves what he does. So in that sense, he's not really that much different than people who are really good at their jobs. And yes, just like human actors, there are bloopers. But that being said, it does take a few special skills and techniques to get dogs and other animal actors also to do exactly what we need them to do on camera. So what are they? That's what we're here to find out today. This is How to Dog. Hi, everyone. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not meant to be professional advice. Always consult with an expert when taking care of your own doggo. Ready for your close-up, Billy? Over to you, Sherry. Today, we're in for a real treat. We're going to take you behind the scenes of Hudson and Rex and let you in on some of the techniques we use to train the dogs to perform as the star actors that they are. Victoria Manson has been working for my company, BRB Canine, for 10 years, and she and I are going to talk a little bit about the work that goes on in helping Rex do those amazing stunts. As you may guess, it's not nearly as simple as it seems, but Victoria, like the dogs, makes it look easy. So we're peeling back the curtain a bit and letting you in on a few of our secrets. Before we start talking about training Rex specifically, we should say that Rex is the star dog in a buddy cop drama called Hudson and Rex, where the lead detective, Charlie Hudson, has Rex as a partner. Rex is actually played by three dogs, depending on the scenes. Victoria, maybe you could tell us about Who plays Rex and a little bit about the dogs? Sure. So there's three dogs that play Rex. They're all German shepherds from the same bloodline. There's Diesel, who's the eldest and the uncle to the two boys. He is your 
happy-go-lucky dog, but he's also very stern and and has his own uh, his own way of doing things. He is very sassy and he loves Sherry. So sometimes it's difficult for me to to work him on set, but we make it through. Uh, Izzy and Ike are the two two brothers. Izzy is very tail wagging, give kisses, do your happy scenes, and. Aiko is more serious. Um, he gets very jealous watching his brother's work, um, but he's very, he's like a torpedo where he, he just rams through his stunt guys and he's like, let's do it again because he, uh, he just loves, he loves to work. So each of the dogs have their individual strengths. Is that, is that fair to say? Uh, it's fair. I'd say that they all do well in, in everything that we throw at them, but they do have uh, some shine more than others in some areas. I'd say Diesel's, he's very good at pulling and and he loves to save his characters in the in a pool, in a fire, in, in anything that you give him. There's Izzy who he's got a great dig. He'll dig to China if you let him to find his, his toy or his, his cookie. And Aiko has a very uh, snappy, scary bark where people think he's going to eat them, but he, uh, he just snaps his teeth together and... And we, so we use him when we want to have a very um, don't don't mess with me type of scene with the dogs. So when you're training the dogs and uh, there's a stunt coming up, do you only train like one dog? Do you pick one dog and say this stunt is going to be for this specific dog? No. Nope. So Diesel, we don't normally teach a stunt per se because we got him at a year and a half. And for insurance reasons, we don't want him to to injure himself. And we... Uh, not that we don't want the other two to injure themselves, but they've been doing it since they were eight weeks of age. So the two boys, we always teach a stunt too. My typical day on a set, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk people through because they probably don't even know what I do. So my typical day is I get up in the morning, I grab Diesel, I jump in our car and off to set we go. I get to the location, I put Diesel in his trailer, and I'm on set, and basically I do a blocking, I do rehearsals, um, on set, working things out with the actors and the actresses and the directors to figure out the dog action in each scene, and then I get on my radio and I say, Victoria, travel the dog. <laughs> And all of a sudden, if it's um, if it's a stunt, I get a stunt dog. If it's not a stunt, I'm getting diesel. I usually radio in and say which dog I need. And that's what I do all day for, oh, I don't know, anywhere between 13 to 15 hours a day. I'm sitting on set and that's that's about the extent of my day. And then I I say it's a wrap. I walk out. I jump in the car. Diesel's loaded up for me and off I go. I'm home. For me, that's that's my day. So when people will ask all the time, well, what about this, that? People really don't know what Victoria does or what my Wranglers do. So maybe you could explain to people what is that you actually do? What What is your actual job? Sounds like a nice day for you. <laughs> <laughs> To start my day off, as you get into your your warmed up car that I started an hour before call with our dog that I've let out to uh, go for his peas and poos and he's all ready to go. So I get up uh, about an hour pre-call before our, our set call and I let all the dogs out. I let them go for their morning business and then 
they get all um, loaded up into each van and I then make sure that the bait that we need for that day is all packed up in our cooler with ready to go. And then to look up the locations to figure out where we're actually shooting and what other equipment we may need for that that day. If it be a ramp, a box, uh, clothes, so on and so forth. I then have, I gather up all the Wranglers, which is a dog teams about can be anywhere between just you and I, or it could be three other Wranglers, depending on if we're out on location or in the studio. Then we go to set. I get sides for, for you. I then get the boys loaded up into their trailers. Then they start their morning walks and their morning trainings. They get their morning feeds. And then we go and I make sure that Sherry has her bait on set. And then I make sure that all the Wranglers know what they're doing. I'll go with you on set and do a scene and help out. We do our shots. And then I them bring diesel back or whoever the dog may be let them go on their breaks and then when we do a wrap i then have to then wrap out the trailer which is cleaning up tidying up making sure the table's down everything's put away all the dogs are loaded up into their vans we go home and then i get to take all the dogs out of the vans and they go with them for their evening training, evening walks, evening feeds, do any medications that anyone needs. And then once everyone's settled in after that, I then can finally maybe sit down for for five minutes and recap. And then uh, it's a meeting with you on going over what we have to do for the next day. So in between shots, where does Diesel go? You you mentioned about the trailer. Tell, Tell the listeners what the trailer is. So the dog trailer is a dog team's home away from home. And uh, it's the dog's resting place. We have converted an actual RV fifth wheel trailer into to accommodate for us and the dogs. So the two boys, Izzy and Iko, have their own room in the back of the trailer where they get, um, they have bunk beds that they get to, they eat in there and they rest in there um, with air conditioning and with a radio and a TV and their own cubbies. And then Diesel has his own master suite on the other end where he also gets to rest and has his own TV and heating and air conditioning. But it's where we get, we take them for their own breaks because if Diesel's on set, laying down on set all day long, he gets very frustrated and people love to say hi to him and give him hugs and kisses. We're working a 14 hour day. He, he sometimes needs his little break too. So just like a green room that the cast would have, we have that as our as as the trailer. Right now, I'm talking to my assistant, Victoria Manson, and giving you a behind-the-scenes look at how we film Hudson and Rex, especially the Rex part. This is How to Dog. It looks like I have a very special guest. And Rex has decided he wants to say... Uh, Yes, I know. I'm trying to tell them. He's very impatient. And every now and again, when we're working on set, he can get impatient and he gets a little saucy. He is definitely what you call a prima donna. As you can hear, he's prima donna right now. So we're going to... um, Rex, what do you want to say? Oh, you want to thank... He wants to thank everybody for listening. And what else do you want to say? I, I don't believe many people would understand what goes into training a stunt dog to jump from one rooftop to another, or let's say 
jump off a boat into a whale infested ocean. Um, you know, these are things that people watch and they don't think about what has actually happened behind the scenes to make these things happen. So um, maybe you could give us an example of, of one of these stunts and what, what happens. Like, how do you get the dog from start to finish? Yeah, it never, it's never zero to a hundred. You always start off in baby steps. So for, let's say the jumping into the ocean, it started off with us just taking the dogs to um, the conservation area before, before COVID. And we were able to go into the conservation parks and just take them for a swim, um, just getting them used to getting into actual water and and paddling and swimming. And then we moved forward to um, Sherry's pool where we had them jumping off the deck into, into her pool. And then we added a ramp and a box. So there was some height there and, and some air and then jumping into water and getting used to their heads that were going to dunk into the water. And then we went to Newfoundland and we were able to do some, um, some dock diving at a at a campground at Marine Park and we were jumping them off the dock into the water there. And then we moved into on a boat into the ocean and had all safeties and, and precautions ready to go. And the boys did it. And I, sometimes I'm even shocked that they do it, but I'm very, very proud and very, very happy when they do. And I give them tons of praise and tons of hugs and kisses. And I, and I think, boy, you're crazy, but thank God you do it. <laughs> So some of these stunts actually take months to rehearse and prep. A lot of the stunts take months and, and to, to rehearse and prep. And people don't realize that some of the work that we put in at home before we even knew these stunts were happening are beneficial for us in the training in the long run. You want to you wanna always start off slow and, and build confidence and then make things more advanced than starting than trying to advance things too quickly. And then you spook your dog and you're not able to get those stunts that we need, but they're, they're very, very good. And they're, they, they do anything to, to come and find us. <laughs> so how do you ensure the safety of, of the dogs on set? Like when they're doing stunts, is there a safety protocol that uh, the team uses? Yeah. So usually you take over the floor and it's very, very quiet. We can't move. No one, no one on the crew can talk. And it's our countdown that we do that we've prepped with the stunt team and with the dog team. And everyone knows their positions on where to be and who who's releasing who you never want to change on the day. Every, anything that we've prepped, it's always the exact same way in rehearsals that it is shooting on the day. We also have just people standing by and we, we, we know what to look for. And if there is uh, any sort of incidents or problems, you and I are right there to kind of take over and look after the dogs. But with your experience, I mean, I'm, I'm not worried for them because you always have a handle on things and, and get things done. So... So obviously with stunts, we, we know that, you know, actors, how, how they do stunts and how they rehearse and that, you know, they have harnesses and riggers and there's all kinds of safety for them. So how do you ensure the safety of the dogs when they're doing stunts or even when you're training for a stunt, let's say? Yeah. So before we do a stunt in rehearsals or on the day, we always want to sweep the area, make sure that everything's clean and, and safe for the dogs. We then mat the floors, uh, sometimes put mats on top of mats, put mats on walls. The whole area is matted. We have about 20 different types of mats. And then we also have this four foot deep mat that the dogs go nuts for. Is an Ike think it's their own pillow and they'll jump off the rooftop on 
when they see that come out. Then for water safety, we have actual water safety people that come out on, on their own boats and they're always there in case of, of anything that to happen. Um, so we had a couple on the day that we did the ocean shot that were just nearby camera and nearby the dog. So as soon as Sherry yelled cut, we were flying in there, grabbing the dog and pulling him out of the water and driving him off to shore and, and reloading him from there. So there's always, uh, there's always extra people and there's always extra uh, safety precautions that we put into every single stunt, if it be rehearsal or shooting, uh, shooting a scene on the day. So the caller asked... Is there any Rex bloopers? So do the dogs ever mess up or are they like the perfect actors and they get it first time every time and we don't ever have a blooper on a, on a Rex? There are bloopers, but the dogs are, they tend to get it on the first try because uh, they're, they're that good. But it's funny when Diesel, uh, when I say he's sassy, he'll sometimes sit there on set and, and you'll ask for a, a him to speak and he just looks at you and, and then he doesn't, he won't speak at all and they yell cut and then you go speak, talk to me and you rah, 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 rah. it's like, oh, you, you, you sucker. You should have done that for me when you were rolling. <laughs> so he, he has his own little mind every now and again. Oh my gosh. He's a human. He knows cut. He knows rap. He knows action. He takes off on his own. But uh, he knows what you're asking most of the time, but he just does it on like whatever he wants. If it's you ask for a talk to me, sometimes it's like a what? Because he's just uh, just being a little smir smirky sometimes. <laughs> so, OK, here's a question that um, I'm sure people ask all the time. We all know that, of course, actors get paid. But how are the dogs paid for the work that they do? Uh, so on the day, they get um, either roast beef, they get chicken, they get turkey, they get ham, they get also a big stuffed lamb a, or a, a tennis ball. They get all sorts of different types of rewards for doing uh, for doing the actions on set. So it's fair to say that when an actor gets paid, they're getting a monetary reimbursement where the dogs are getting toys and balls and special. I, I know that they have a chef come in and cooking them roast beef and all the other stuff. Um, so basically they get whatever they want. That's yep. That's it. Basically, they get whatever they want. And when Diesel doesn't want the chicken anymore, he just will kind of look at you and and. and put his nose to it. And then that means he wants the roast beef now instead. <laughs> oh, that is so true. Actually, <laughs> I, I, I've seen I've seen um, the bait bags that you bring to set. And it's so funny because, you know, most people wouldn't realize. And in the bait bag, not only is there like squeaky toys and then there's stuffed toys and then there's stuffed toys without squeakies. There's stuffed toys that just rattle. And then there's balls that don't have squeaks and balls that do have squeaks. And then there's roast beef, roast chicken, roast turkey. And then there's there's like five different baits. I, you know, carrying the bait bag alone must must weigh about 20 pounds just to come to set every day. I've actually broken the handle on the cooler bag twice now because rolling the thing, it gets too heavy. <laughs> so do you think that any dog could be trained to do this? No, <laughs> I say that. Um, <laughs> I say that not because of the dogs, just because of how some dogs have been brought up or their experiences and whatnot. You need to have a very confident dog. And if they lack in, in that confidence or around, they're shy around some people, they're shy around some other animals. 
it's a lot for a, for a dog to do film work. It's, it is a high demand that we ask them to perform in and they need to do it without us really talking to them or in front of hundreds of people just staring at them and then them making funny sounds or, or, or cheering for them or, or talking to them and, and, and then meeting strange actors every day. It is, it's a very a high demand and very hard job to do. But I think, yeah, it takes, it takes a certain type of dog that can do it. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny because you said earlier that uh, Diesel and I have um, a very, very close bond and relationship. And, you know, it, it shows that on screen because I can wink and he knows it's almost like he knows what I'm thinking and what to do with it. And, you know, yeah, he gets saucy every now and again. And, you know, he'll he'll give me the rough hurry up, you know, let's get the camera rolling. But uh, for the most part, he is so in tune with what I'm asking him to do. And he knows his cue so well. And I think that relationship in itself has a lot to do with having a dog on set. It's not just taking any dog and going on set, even if they're extremely well-trained, those dogs have to be able to focus and you have to have a bond and a relationship with the dogs that you know, is really, really uncomparable to most. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that. There's nothing better and more gratifying than, you know, when people write in and they say, you know, the dog brought a smile to our face or we love the dog on set. You know, it makes it it makes it all worthwhile. All the trials and tribulations, all of the meetings and the endless hours of training and everything seems to go on a back burner when you see people smile, how you touch people's lives. It's really a feeling that is indescribable, actually. Absolutely. I totally agree. When you have the the father sending you videos of their kids who get to stay up an hour later because our show is now at nine o'clock instead of eight o'clock and they are sitting there so excited and shouting, yeah, it's Rex Day and let's watch Hats and Rex. It's, it's awesome. And even to have my parents... Uh, they ask for photos of me and Diesel so they can put it on their screensavers on their phone. It just, it's it's very heartwarming and it's very, it makes it makes all those cold days, all those sweat and tears worth it. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us again. This was Victoria Manson. And again, um, one of my head wranglers from the television series, Hudson and Rex. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Just like actors and also like Diesel, sometimes Victoria has her own type of bloopers and they can be pretty funny. One that stands out is she had to leave Diesel and run across the set to get to a different location. And right in the middle of filming, as she was running across the set, she decided to pull the splits. I'll tell you, it shut everybody down with hysterics on set. But kudos to her. She got right up and kept on going. I've had a great time talking about animal training today, and I hope you've learned a thing or two as well. I've been doing this for more than 25 years, and I'm still learning every day. In the meantime, don't forget to give us a good review, and please call us at 1-833-HOW-TO-DOG with your burning canine questions, just like this one, which we're going to tackle on our next episode. Uh, my name is Eric, and I've got a question for you. So I spend most, if not all, of my time with my dogs, 
and we're in constant contact. They sleep in my bed. I kiss their faces. Uh, one in particular loves to put his tongue directly into my mouth. So my question is, can I get my dog sick or can my dog get me sick? Uh, is that something I need to worry about? Uh, hoping you could clear this up for me. Thank you in advance. How to Dog is hosted by Sherry Davis. Produced by Davin Langell and Carrie Hayden. Editing and mixing by Adam Killick. How to Dog is a Shaftesbury podcast and part of the Frequency Podcast Network. You can find more great shows at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com. Copyright 2021, Shaftesbury. And you're not going to say, you're not going to step on my lines. No, it's my turn. You always get the limelight. It's my turn. I want to, I want to talk. I want to be, I'm trying to be the actor here.